Today's episode is a particularly interesting one. For you see, dear listeners, tonight we return all the way back to episode 3. So, let us review the facts of the case. There are three humans who boarded the train in the beginning. Monsieur Karakal, an arms dealer racked with guilt. Mac Mackenzie, a bureaucrat who lived a boring life. And Madame Bruya, a woman hounded by a sorcerer looking for a sacred artifact. There are also other figures aboard this train worth considering. A better one being Suzuza, a Romani girl who Marion has encountered on multiple occasions. She had convinced her not to give up on her dreams, and furthermore, had found her family, who she found in Belgrade. There is also Miriam Murr, a man who had unfortunately been possessed by the sorcerer, and had killed Blackjack the cat. The cats of Ulthar are still seeking revenge, but we shall see how the ruling plays out. Then, then there are also the two delegations, the beings of Ib, who are gross, disgusting, vile creatures, and the Serenathians, who have chosen Laszlo Chrysler to be their favorite amongst the investigators, our dear heroes. But now here's a riddle for you. Laszlo is dead, isn't he? Well, I think you should have taken enough time to figure it out by now. Laszlo is very much alive. I hate to spoil that for you from the cliffhanger last week. But, you see, Laszlo has to face one of the toughest questions any man can face. A question I have faced myself on multiple occasions, as well as my alter egos and the boy, wherever he may be. It's never easy. Ladies, folks, and gentlemen, Welcome to episode 15 of Horror on the Orient Express, The Battle for the Dreamland Express. All aboard! Where we last left our heroes... They had just defeated Fenelik the Vampire, completed the simulacrum, boarded the Orient Express, and are heading for Constantinople. As they went to sleep aboard the train, they woke up again back on the Dreamland Express. And around them, they see everybody who was previously there. Madame Bruya, who was, who was the target of the assassination by Miriam Murr, who accidentally killed Blackjack the Cat. You had just all solved the mystery. You're gathering around for this next major banquet. The beings of Ib and the Serenathians are there, along with Monsieur Kurkov and Mac Mackenzie. And all of this is, you know, coming along, and all of their memory is coming back. And then they look around, and you're there, Laszlo. This is a bit of a shock for them. So... With Laszlo back and alive, and you're currently at this dinner table, how do you all respond to this sudden shock? 
Okay. Um, um. So basically, I look at him. Don't believe he's real because, like, he's dead. So come on, this must be some trick. Uh, basically, go like, "Fuck you! You're not real," and walk out to the bar. Yeah. I'm gonna grab a drink. Henry, I, I, I'm gonna handle this. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, Henry sees this and goes, "Um, what?" I quite. Oh. Oh no. Oh. Henry starts piecing together what's been happening. He's seen it before. Yeah, right. Just make it a double, please. Nah, you go to like the men's car where you're not supposed to be that has all the alcohol on it, and you just yes. like take, just Bro like take and take all. The... It's like you just up and left dinner. Yeah, it's like it's like grabbing the bottle, grabbing a glass. Never mind the glass, grabbing the bottle. Odette, what's her reaction? At first, at the glance, it's the the shock of, oh, oh. Then get up and just we're, we're going in for a hug. Oh God, you're Lazo, back. you're just bear hugged by this guy from the side. At how do you feel? Quite confused. <laughs> Seems about right. <laughs> Seems about right. Do I see that it's Odette? Yeah, it's Odette. Odette, cool. Damn it, what are you doing? You're, What's you're wrong with here. you? You're here. Oh, of course I'm here. Where were you guys? Oh. That's been a hell of a time. Oh. It's... Marion, what are you up to? as this transpires in front of you. She is going to give Lasso and Odette a fond smile and just enjoy the moment. Henry, uh, the conductor, he just shares a knowing glance with you. He's seen this happen before and he... You know, he's willing to, you know, talk this out if you ever need to. Like, you, like he just kind of communicates that to you just through his eye gesture. Marion nods at him and smiles gratefully, but she's just happy to see Laszlo again right now. And doesn't want to ruin the moment. As, as this moment uh, begins to transpire... The others, like, just glance at each other and are just kind of confused. And uh, the two delegations of people that showed up, like uh, the disgusting beings of Ib at one end of the table and the Serenathians on the other, uh, the, those gorgeous, beautiful people, uh, the Serenathians kind of just uh, look at what Odette's doing with a bit of confusion, but, you know, and then go, well, ignoring this artist's behavior, I must admit, solving this murder is quite commendable. Admittedly, we're impressed. Uh, we like your style. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you kindly. Our pleasure. But, uh, the scientist is clearly the best amongst you, still. That's probably true. You know it. 
Finally, some of it from common sense. Indeed. I think... I think you four deserve to hear why we're on this train. You see, thousand years ago, those disgusting creatures on the end of the on the other end of the table, their city fell out of the sky and crashed into ours. Being invaders from the moon with such primitive, disgusting forms, we had to defend ourselves. It was only right. So we threw them into this lake. They left behind some idol, though. Hmm. Don't know why it's so important to them. But they left it behind, and after a thousand years of being in there, which was only a week from their perspective, it turns out, they demand reparations from... They're invaders! Clearly, they should not be asking reparations for us just defending our land. <laughs> Disgusting creatures. The beings of Ib, who are also at the table and will not stand for just being directly insulted, but also are incapable of speech, have this little, like, mossy puppet appear. And he just has, like, this little hand, like, to speak for them, and it's just... You see, that's not exactly correct. We're just... Oh, shut up, they say. Well, this... it's, a, it's a free train. Everyone is allowed to it's... have their word in. I, I, I settle back down. Joanna, you, you walk in seeing this scene start to break out, and you just have, like, this bottle of booze and a giant glass with you. <laughs> Okay, what the fuck's going on? Just what the fuck's going on? Nice they to see you finally come around. People. They murdered all of us for no good reason. We couldn't control that our city fell out of the sky. And now we just want reparations, an apology, some money to rebuild. And they talk uh -huh. like this. Do they now? Joanna, Joanna just stands there and is like, uh-huh, and takes another sip. <laughs> she is so fucking done. And uh, Henry then just uh, takes a brief moment to... Oh, no, no, crap, that's not... Oh. oh. I need you to roll, Joanna. Yeah, okay. Oh, wait. <laughs> I'm trying to roll my dice, but no, I have to actually roll in here. Ah, uh, wait, what was the code again? Uh, it's exclamation point roll. Thank you. Uh, there. You already start to feel the alcohol take effect. This is Zoog Moontree wine you've gotten, you've gotten a hold of, and that's like the most potent stuff on the train. <laughs> Just what I was looking for. Oh no. <laughs> <sighs> Marion, what the hell happened this time? <laughs> Is she traumatized again? Well, it's a rather complex story, actually, but... It's, it's kind of sad. Did you meet a vampire she was always screaming about? That That's part of it, but sufficient it, yes. to say, I think we have had our timelines mixed up. Yes. Timelines? Yes. Yeah, I, I think you're at another when than we are. 
but it's nothing to worry about, really. I'm really happy to see you again. I was wondering when you guys showed up. It's, it's, it's nice to have you back. Henry just takes a small swig of some water off to the side and wants to make sure that the lady is not going to just, like, piss herself, to, you know, piss, get pissed drunk off of this shit. He's just, like, concerned because he's seen this exact scene play out so many times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, quite. Uh, again, if any of you uh, wish to speak to me about the nature of uh, timeline crossings, I will gladly help this out. Ooh, yes, nice. Good job with the Ibian. It's a shame they can't speak. Yeah. It's all they have mouths and you can no speak. They have mouths, they can't speak. Hmm. A big F in the chat for the Ibians. Yeah, big F. <laughs> uh, if you can find a Serenathian, I'll appreciate it. I'll but, see uh, if I can find it. Yeah. Uh, with that, you know, dinner concludes with its grand meal after some time. You have about a, you have some free time on the train. As you know, the Gulf of No Dens will come very, will come within the next uh, 24 hours or so. So you have a bit of time to, you know, sit, think about what you might want to give up. Mm-hmm. I think I'm actually gonna talk to Henry. Uh, sure. Because it looks like he knows what the fuck is going on, and... I just, I don't know if I'm drunk still, but I think I just kind of, am I drunk still? I need to know for my You're like slightly buzzed right now. Okay. So I'm like, uh, Henry, my dude, what the fuck's going on? Uh, before we handle that, Laszlo, what are you going to be up to? Hmm. I think I'll inquire a bit around, ask some questions. You want to hang out with the Serenathians? You want to talk to Monsieur Karakov or Mackenzie? Uh, who's Monsieur Karakov again? Uh, Monsieur Karakov is haunted by like all these gunshots he's been hearing recently in his head. He was a arms dealer during the Great War. Ah, uh, yes, that's one. Uh, sure. I'll try and talk to him. Cool, cool. Uh, Odette, what will you be up to? I, I after a bit of like concern between like between like going with Lazo, I think I'm gonna head talk to Henry. Be like, yeah, what exactly is happening? I'm happy this is ha this is happening, but what the fuck is happening? You'll join Joanna in that conversation. Mm -hmm. uh, Marion, what are you up to? I'll go and hang out with the cats. Go hang out with the cats. Cats, I forgot about the cats. Improve one point in cat. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, let's see. So, as this goes on, uh, so let's begin. So, Joanna and Odette, you come uh, to Henry, and uh, you ask him just, like, you know, what the fuck is going on, and here's his best explanation. Okay. So you have to understand. Time in the Dreamlands doesn't work the way time does in real life. I've seen this happen before. You stopped dreaming the moment that you solved, like, I don't know, the murder of Blackjack, right? Yes. 
about I think so. it's been a while. Your yeah. friend there didn't. He still kept dreaming, and he finished the trip probably mm. when he woke up. And you two never knew knew it. As a result, he died on you, didn't he? What? No, he got yeah. he got brain mushed, yes. right? No, that's, yeah. that's stupid. He was with us for like it, it, a couple weeks was, before this happened. Yes, it was. He did in the end, though. Was it doesn't make sense? Why? No, like he woke up with us. And then he went with us, and then we were in some random other city, was, the, the bell grab, and then that was fake, it? and there were poems everywhere, and then there was this dude who was like, I'll give you the knowledge of the universe, blah, 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 like, and then Marion and Laszlo are both stupid enough to take that deal, yeah. and now he's fucking dead, okay? Oh, language, oh. please, madam, language. <laughs> it's, an, it's still true, though. It is. It's. It's. Uh, it's. It's not easy. I understand. It's. It's difficult to accept. I have seen some people who have helped me on this train and who have been on this train and have learned some things they were not meant to know, and lost their lives as a result. Going insane in a dream is, when done incorrectly can cause major, can just cause you to never return back to your body in the Is real the world. Is correct way? What? There really isn't. You can only learn to cope. Hmm. I mean, it took me ages to learn how to cope. Hmm. That's why I made this train. This is my coping device. I can rescue people who have been stuck wandering the dreamlands who would discover horrible horrors, but... Or, because... That's all you can do. We, you can escape in dreams. You can make it work. You can cope with it and believe the reality. But it took me years to accept that I was dead in the real world and that I may never see my wife again. Oh. oh. I'm sorry to say, but this might be your only chance you'll get to make peace with him. You have anything you wanted to say, anything at all, you should just tell him. It's going to be hard to convince him he's going to die, though. Fate has already laid out for him. He cannot change it. It's like talking to a ghost. Does it even matter? Can he... It does. That's why I made this. That's why this train exists. It's an opportunity to come at peace with things you feel guilt for. It's one of the best luxuries I think a man can have. Being well, able to I, let I go. I don't like it. I just, I don't. I, I didn't need, to, I didn't need this. I didn't need to see him again. I cannot control that. It's... Just, it's not. Monsieur Tangway. Yes. All right. I. Yeah, yes. I, I think I think I'll be okay. Just. 
Yes. Ah. Sorry about that. Just... No, no, it's okay. It's okay. I've had to deal with far many more hectic emotions in the past. Believe me. You'll be alright. He gives you, like, just, like, even though it goes against everything in his 1890s sense of manners, he just gives you a hug. Thank you. You're welcome, Monsieur. Mm. Madame? Mm. I cannot, I cannot tell you how to deal with this. I cannot tell you how you, how you will ever see this, but please know, maybe... It's for the best that you say that you see him again. I don't know how, but perhaps it is. She just kind of shrugs. I understand. Go. Do what you must. Mm. Meanwhile, uh, Laszlo, you start talking to Monsieur Karakov, and he's just uh, walks around with uh, something in his hands, something he's you know clutching. Hey, what do you have there? Oh, well, it's a, uh, it's nothing. It's just a shows you it's like a little glowing orb. Yeah, it's uh what I wish to give up. And. What is it? Something from your old life? Nah, nah, it's fine. Oh, God. This pounding headache, I must say. <laughs> That's what it is, right? It's just a headache. Those gunshots, right? I, I know I had, like, a big episode earlier today, but look, it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's just something I've had to deal with for a while now. I think maybe this will help me heal. Hmm. I presume I can't use my medicine to help him with that, even if it's placebo. I mean, you can spend a point and see if it does anything. Alright, I try to give him some placebo medicine, see if it helps him give him a test. Yeah. You? Okay, your point from medicine reveals a few things. Uh, first of all, you learn that, like, while you could probably treat it like a little bit of a placebo does help, is gonna help him, the thing is, whatever's going on in his head is purely psychological. Like, it is not a thing that, like, can be cured by medicine or chemicals. This is a thing that's more, like, has to do with his thoughts. With the way he thinks. Um, upon discovering this, I tried to use a bit of psychoanalysis. He feels guilty. Hmm. And he served in a war, right? He was an arms dealer during the war. He himself did not serve. Ah, indirect calls. Hmm. Uh, yeah, not well, sure. I appreciate your help with that. Uh, certainly helps a whole awful lot. 
No problem. It's what the doctor does. Uh, if you don't mind, I just need to quickly uh, store something in my suitcase, and we can go talk for a bit. Good luck. And he, uh, he goes, walks up, he opens his cabin door, and, you know, he goes in, and the bag, and he... He gives a girlish sort of shriek. Oh, And no. then, as you see this, as you peer in, hordes of rats are coming out of his bag and running and scurrying throughout the entire car. They all have branded pound symbols on their back. The English pound, not the Octothorpe symbol. Guys, I might need some help. And as these rats continue to scurry down the hallway, meanwhile, Marion. That's me. You notice the cat's paws. In the midst of their mourning of their fallen of their fallen child, the cats suddenly get a feeling of food. They communicate to you that they that they sense trouble and that they must go handle something. Of course. Do you need my aid? Not necessary. Then it has been a pleasure meeting you again. No problem. And as Madame Bruya walks by, here's what she hears. That's fair. Yeah, this is fair. <laughs> and as the cats... I'll just join her instead. Yeah. And as the cats, like, storm off, they uh, run back to the passenger car in, like, mass. And they go to fight off these rats that have just started flooding out of the bag and just start devouring them. Lazo, you see this, and this is kind of terrifying. Lose, oh, like, no. three stability. Yep. Is this, like, the carnage, the... Endless flood of rats, the cats doing this. One of them, like, after the battle is over and is won, they, like, have, like, they're holding a rat by the tail and presenting it to you as a trophy. No. Meanwhile, Marion, you get one, though. They present you one as a trophy as well for having uh, successfully gotten the killer of Blackjack. No, I'll take it, of course. Anything else would be rude. All right. Reminder, uh, Laszlo, stability doesn't mean you die. It just means that your character kind of becomes hard to control and is, like, you know, kind of easily spookable. Oh, yeah, those things. Stability is, like, the weaker sanity. It's the one where it's, uh, you know, if you lose all of it, you're fine, but, oh, dear God, if you do, the DM might get to control your character for a bit. I really should have... Hmm, all right. Smart of me to have more stability than sanity. Yay. <laughs> yeah. It's also a more volatile stat, so... Ah, true. After having witnessed that whole affair... God, that was gross. Karakov is kind of shaken and is just going... They're after me. They're after me. They're after me! This is the beginning. I'm sorry, uh... My apologies, sir. Well, I'm taken. With that, uh, with that, with uh, enough time having passed, uh, 
you arrive at Thalarian Station. And uh, Henry makes an announcement. He says to the train, you know, do not disembark at Thalarian Station. This is a terrible idea. We only stop here to pick up anyone who's lost. Just don't leave. Didn't we pass a station like that last time? Yes, we passed by many stations that are like this. <laughs> ah, the dreamland is wonderful. The only safe stations are towards the end and the beginning of this train route. Very well, we won't leave the train. Uh, hopefully we won't end up in another shootout, though. Hopefully not. Uh, Henry gets off and uh, goes to the platform. Uh, Marion, by the way. That's me? Yeah. Uh, Suzuza. She stops by to talk to you. Ah. Oh. So... Suzuza, it's a pleasure seeing you again. Took me a minute to piece it together, but... That was you on the Orient Express, right? That was me, yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. Marianne will smile at her and says, it, It's really the least I can do. I was initially going to throw my dreams into the Gulf of Nodens, but... Because of you, I've... I've come to believe again. Thank I'm you. I'm very happy to be there. To hear I, that. I did make it to London. I was able to land the... Was able to, you know, land the agent. Oh, I'm so pleased to hear. I'll be going uh, to America soon. Uh, there's a there's a dance group in New York that was looking for members. Oh, that's amazing! And you'll also be happy to know that your family misses you, and we've been helping them out as well. You have. We have, yes. There was a. Uh, missing sister who's been missing for a few years there, and we managed to recover her. Oh my god, thank goodness. And he, she just gives you a hug. Marion uh, embraces her tightly. Thank you. I'll never forget you. Nor are you. Just wanted to have that little bit out of the way. As Henry continues to meet outside, I would like everybody to roll a d6. Joanna sees this. Joanna, you're just sitting in your car trying to avoid trying to avoid uh Laszlo at all costs, I would assume. Yeah. Absolutely. You look out your window. And you see Henry is talking to someone. All right. He's talking to a odd-looking figure. The sound of radio static seems to travel with him. He wears a fez. The two are discussing something. You're not quite sure what. Fez, though. Fez is so suspicious. He looks so familiar, like you've seen him in another dream before. Curious. Very mm -hmm. curious. 
And as this is happening, he walks backwards and disappears into the darkness. And as and as that and as you know, Henry gets ready to board back on the train. You see a tall, lanky figure. He carries a staff, and his eyes are red, and he stares deeply into Henry's eyes. And as he attempts to board the train, something stops him, the tall, lanky man. Unfortunately, he cannot board, but as the tall, lanky man leaves, Henry gets back on board the train. And the guy with the fez isn't there anymore? or is that He's not that... there anymore. He left. Okay. What do you do? Well, my first, my first thought was just walking up to him and, the, and asking, hey, is the guy with the fez? But I'm in my room right now, so that's a bit weird. So... Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm gonna keep it in mind. That's for sure. Maybe I'll ask about him about it later, like when it's a little bit more private situation, because I don't I don't go running out of my room to be like Henry, Henry, hey, who is that guy you've been talking to? I haven't been spying on you. What are you talking about? That's 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 weird. So, hmm. Interesting indeed. The train begins to pick up speed and leaves the station. All right. Uh, lunch will be served during this, uh, during this period of time. A lot of time has passed. Time is very inconsistent here. How is it already lunch? I don't know. Even though it was dinner just like a few hours ago. Time flies. Time flies here in the dreamland. It, time is awesome. Great. It's great. So with lunch being served, uh, who would like to attend the lunch? I would like to attend the lunch. I'll attend the lunch, of course. I suppose yes, so. Everybody shows up to the lunch. Seems like a good passive little thing is going on. The cats have already had their feast for today with the rats earlier. God, that was gross. <laughs> and as everyone sits there, uh, you know, everyone's enjoying their meal. It's a pretty good time. And Suzuza gets an idea. She decides to perform for all of you. Oh. It's an excellent performance. Wonderful. She moves, like, with the grace and with the freedom. There is... It's as if for the first time ever, she's been truly happy. Mm. Madame Bruya still looks with a little bit of concern. She looks at Henry, who seems off. It's as if she has seen this look before. Mackenzie mm -hmm. is pondering if he should get off at the train soon, and Karakov still looks shook. Yes. Could I, like, excuse myself and just kind of sidle up to, to, yeah. To Henry? Yeah. Go right ahead. All right, uh, so I, I kind of excuse myself, and I'm like, can I ask you something, Henry? Yes, everything's fine. Oh. 
Okay. He smiles really, really oddly. Uh huh. So, um, are you sure you're fine? Yes, everything is wonderful. Okay. Um. So, um, there was like this guy outside at the last station. Um, he he, kind of he had a fez and he kind of sounded like a radio and. Thing is, um, I wasn't like trying to pick in or anything. That was just accidentally. But I think I've seen him before, and I wonder who it is. Oh, Vitus, he's a wonderful guy. We play like role-playing games on the weekends. What? He is such a nice man. Everybody is great. Life is wonderful. Vitus. Also, what a, what a role-playing game. <laughs> Oh man, Vitus brought them to me. They're from the future. They're really awesome. The future? Is time yeah. travel a thing now too? Oh my god. Wasn't it already a thing? I don't care. Life is great. Right. So, um. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, you know what? I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, just grab all this booze here. I like see if it responds. Yep, go right ahead. It's wonderful that you're doing that. That's a real good thing you're doing there. You're freaking me out. Oh god. And I just walk straight up to Marion and be like, "Guys, Marion, help! Yes, Henry's possessed. Help!" Is Henry possessed? Henry's possessed. By uh, make him Vitus. spend a point from a cult. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, this dude is like classic case of I've been hypnotized by an evil source. Oh, is it the time again? Oh. Since when is Vitus evil? Last time he was. That like... wasn't Vitus. Uh... Mm. There was Vitus, and there was the tall, lanky man. Oh. Uh... I didn't ask about the tall lanky man. What's well, miscommunications happen all the time. Tall lanky man. What? Oh, uh, yeah, that was a tall lanky man as well. But oh. well, Anna Bria pipes up and after overhearing this. What color were his eyes? What? Huh? What color were his eyes? Do I remember that? I don't think you called that. I told you that. That's your I fault remember. if you don't remember. Oh I, I come remember. on. It's the starts with an R. Well, could, couldn't she have like a a good roll to remember that? Yep. You know what? That's I. I've been petitioned. You get a roll. If you get a one, you genuinely forgot. Okay. <laughs> roll straight D six. They were red. They were definitely okay. red. They they were like pretty damn red. But an E, no. He's after red. me. What? That's the sorcerer. Oh. Also, who is saying that by this by the way? This uh, Madame Bruya. I thought so. Uh... Oh fuck. Okay. Um so yeah, that that's the problem. He's learned about Miriam. Oh no. Oh no. 
Okay, so our first priority is now protecting this lady. Well, shouldn't we try to snap Henry out of this as well? That too. But the sorcerer oh, has like this really big beard this lady, so I don't want her to end up murdered. I think that Henry's probably safer because, well, he is like the vehicle, but not the objective. Well, Maria is definitely the objective. Yes. So what are you going to try? Are we going to do an exorcism? I suppose it would work, if you think. Marion? Mm. Well, we could try an exorcism, or I could try to counter-hypnotize him. Uh, that might be smart. Oh well, next time an exorcism. I'm sure we'll get around to it. Yes, oh yes. <sighs> I just, I just, like, kind of look away and, like, say fuck under my breath. Henry? Yes? Hi, Marion. You are a good friend. That's Could a nice thing you're you? doing. Can I talk to you for a moment? Sure! Anything for my good friend. And she'll just try to shuffle him off to the side somewhere where they can talk in some loneliness, some privacy. And... Listen to me, Henry. You need to wake up for this. Someone's been twisting your mind all around. And you yes. need to return to all of us. This is going to be an opposed hypnotism role? Yeah, I figured. You're fighting the sorcerer in this regard. Yes. Oh, whoa, whoa. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, God. Was I possessed? You were possessed. Not the first time, I hear? No, not the first time. I, this has happened before. You know, you didn't have yes, to hypnotize uh, me. If you just slapped me across the face, it usually works. <laughs> noted for next time. Uh, I also thought it worth mentioning that one of your passengers fear for her safety. Madame Bria? Yes, she believes it to be that sorcerer. I'm aware. If Miriam Murr was the first was the first attempt to be getting rid of her, then this must be the second. Yes. I expect so more desperate measures to come then. In that case, uh, keep an eye out. I'm curious when he might be back. He didn't quite possess me, for say. It was just more basic hypnotism, but... Still, though. Oh. No, oh. indeed. I must, get, I must get on the move. Uh, I must make sure the chefs are preparing the thing. The thing? It's uh, quite a particular case coming on. But uh, we're about to enter into the land of Zura. Do not disembark after the land of Zura. We have to go through a very tempting place. Never get off here. I'm going to tell the others. So we'll be at the station right beforehand to make sure we pick up any lost streamers. But uh, uh, in this case, 
Now, if you excuse me, I must make sure the cookies are baked. Of course. And he goes, walks well, off. wouldn't want the cookies to crumble. Yes. The, the smell of them usually just uh, keeps people from smelling what's outside. Well, Marion is going to inform the others that we're not supposed to get off at the next station, but I hear it might be very tempting. Hmm. Indeed. Hmm. I wonder what's out there, then. It's probably best not to wonder. He starts lowering all the tr all the blinds to all the windows to make sure that nobody can look outside. Yeah, I suppose so. Uh, <sighs> so, with that, as uh, they arrive at the land of Zura, he looks off at the station, tries to see if he can... He gets off the station, seeing if he can find anyone... And everybody roll a d6 to see who notices this. I got one. <laughs> nope. Two again. Uh, no blind. Joanna is just noticing everything today. What's up? I'm just, okay. I'm just so focused on not seeing Lazlo to see everything else. As you walk <laughs> to your car, you see Laszlo and you make eye contact break. And you just break, and like Laz, like, what's her deal? And and as you go out, you accidentally catch a glimpse out the window. I need you to roll. Feel free to lose any points in stability you want to boost this roll. Okay. But if you fail the roll, you will be tempted. That sounds surprisingly tempting. <laughs> but I'm, I'll try not to get tempted because. That's probably a bad idea. <laughs> but it's still tempting. Okay, because drama. But uh, that aside, let's see. Stability, right? Yeah, you spend points from stability. Okay. To try to just keep your focus. Are you kidding? Are you kidding? Oof. Just Oof. enough, though. Oh, okay, uh. cool. You, you almost flinch. Like, you look out there at the beautiful landscape like oh my god this city is gorgeous and you remember don't go don't go don't go don't go don't go but as you look but as you look you proceed to see a familiar face it's a face from long ago one of the first strange encounters you've ever had it's a ghoul a ghoul and he's talking to Henry, and Henry says, no, you cannot board the train. And this ghoul is begging. He wants to be on the train. But he's speaking it in, like, French and ghoulish in this mixed tongue. And you suddenly connect the dots, and, oh, it's that skull from Paris. Oh, fuck. But that's actually kind of sad, because... Mm. Marion promised the skull that he would find peace, and now he's out here. Dickery not PC. But why does he want to be on the train? He's outside in a pretty landscape. Doesn't he like that far more? You I mean, can go outside and ask. You can bring somebody with you, but they'll have to make the same role you did. I think I'll just 
talk to Marion real quick because it's her fucking call. <laughs> sure. Uh, Marion, where are you? Uh, well, it was lunch just a moment ago, right? Yeah. <laughs> so she's probably finishing up her meal. So, Marion, I just, I just like smoothly sit down next to her and it's like, remember that skull? That, that bloody skull you took from Paris? Yes. Yeah, he's outside right now. Well, not the skull, but like the ghoul attached. And he wants support, but Henry's telling him no. And um, I don't know. It kind of felt like you should know, but you shouldn't go why, outside. Because why is Henry telling him no? I don't know. I mean, they're outside. I don't think that's a good idea to go outside. So I guess I'll just, I don't know, wait or something. Well, tell Henry to let him in. Hmm. All right. And I just, I just walk to the door, and it's like, Henry. Uh, yes, Miss Jones. By the way, Marion, do do you look outside? No. Okay. Good. 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 Good woman. Good woman. Good plan. <laughs> I don't know. Good man didn't sound right. No, of course not. Okay. Uh, and it's like, like, Henry, like. Marion knows the guy, and she tells me to tell you to let him in. Why should I? This man is a ghoul. He'll try to eat you people. But and but, he, like and then you know Guillemain because that's his name. He's just starts shaking his head and going, no, 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 no eat. He's he's cool. Like Marion, Marion knows this shit, you know. I'll also remind uh, Nash that we actually gave the skull to Henry, so he knows this story. Uh, if Marion, if Joanna reminds him, I, I like. I, I, I have to say I forgot, but maybe Marion can like yell it or something. No, I, it just it was so long ago, so I figured I would remind you out of character because it's. It's been I, so long. I vaguely do remember that. It's because I did re-listen to the episode, but it is a question, though, of, you know, for whatever reason, Henry just doesn't like the idea of ghouls boarding the train. That's racist. Exactly. It's a safety concern. Or oh, that's yeah, but... need to lead the ghoul revolution. <laughs> oh, God. Another. Another. <laughs> no, it's... it's... Like, I you, you have a skull somewhere. It's that guy. He pulls into his bag and he looks at it and he looks at the ghoul. And the ghoul, like, was chewing on something throughout all this and then he sticks out his tongue and there's, like, a crumpled up sil piece of silver that's his ticket. And it's gross and it's slimy. <laughs> but it but works. he did make a promise. Take it as a ticket. Fine. You can board. Yay! But, but you stay in the padded car. Mm. Uh, the ghoul says something in French, uh, but since Odette isn't around to translate. I know French. Oh, yeah. The ghoul basically says mm -hmm, or something along the lines of, yes, we'll stay in car. No nibble. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> Poor thing. His name is Guillemane. He's so nice. You know, he once possessed the simulacrum, according to Marion's research. Hmm. Aww. Or at least a piece of it. Like his uh, father did the raid during the French Revolution. Hmm. So yeah, Guillemane boards the train and, you know, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You're welcome, you're welcome. You should probably thank Marion more because, like, she actually knew the stuff I had to say. Say to Henry to persuade him. Mary's like, vig like he just vigorously shakes it, shakes your hand. <laughs> uh, at this point, I'm gonna just uh, take a brief moment to. Uh, like I, I'm gonna just. Uh, I have to go quickly handle something, but uh, decide what you're gonna do next. You have another stretch of train ride to talk to anyone you want to, have a scene with any of the other members, uh, or just to any NPCs. I will be right back. Just kind of think about what you want to do next. Uh, do, does Gilgaman understand English, by the way? Gilgaman does not. He speaks a weird combination of French and Ghoulish. Anyone oh, who another speaks... language I can learn. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Please don't. Yeah, if you and Odette work together, to, or you and Joanna work together to translate that, and, you know, yeah. Henry can help you learn Ghoulish since he does speak both. Excellent. So, yeah, you can probably figure that out. I will be right back. Well, Marion is going to want to talk to Gilgaman, so if one of you can translate for her, that would be nice. Otherwise, I'm sure she can convince Henry to do it, but he doesn't seem to like ghouls. If we need to, I can... Thank you. Okay. Uh... All right, so since, like, the two of you are going to buddy up, I think, like, Joanna's just going to, like, like, yeet herself out of here before she has to, like, confront Laszlo. Okay, <laughs> same thing. Where are you, Joanna? <laughs> <laughs> no. How big is this train? Just be a silver. Sorry, what? Well, nothing. So what did you say? <laughs> How big is this train? Where are you? Oh, I think I just, I think I just back to hiding in a closet. <laughs> <laughs> so what's everyone's plan? I think, I think I'm not hiding oh, in my I... closet, but I'm definitely going. Oh, that hiding in the closet. Oh no. <laughs> shit. Think. Shit. Think. Quick. Put me in the closet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had. I'm sorry. I just quoted R. Kelly's "Trapped in the Closet." I'm so sorry. Wow. No. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, to to like summarize, Odette and Marion are gonna do the whole talking to the ghoul thing. Joanna doesn't want to be alone with Lassa, so she's just yeeted herself to her room. And, uh, Laszlo, what do you do? I gotta be difficult and look for Joanne. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Fuck so your plans. what we're gonna do uh, to figure out if Laszlo finds Joanna. Joanna, you're gonna roll stealth. Laszlo, oh. you're gonna roll evidence collection. Yes. You guys are evil. Hey, Joanne, guess how much evidence collection I have? 
You know, no, no, I'm just like, how much do you have? Tell me. <laughs> Seven. Seven. I have yes. stuff. <laughs> oh shit. All right. So D six plus how many points? Um, as many as you want. Yeah. <laughs> But oh, I no. warn you, you'll never get those back again. Oh no! What will I do? Well, what will you do? It's not like you die at the end of this. That's okay. Oh, yeah. He is dead. I still have to do the rest of the campaign. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ruining the campaign and I love it. Fuck it. I'll just throw it. Like, I need my, <laughs> I need my coins! <laughs> Oh, uh, it's still exclamation point, not T. Oh, oops. Yeah, it's That's the old one. That bot. Yeah, we switched bots. It's a better bot. <laughs> so, let me explain what happens. <laughs> Marion and Odette, before you go leave to talk to Guillemain for a bit, Marion, you just go, hey, I'm just going to leave this door open. <laughs> <laughs> Laszlo, you walk in, you find the closet in there, and you just open it, and you find Joanna, like, barely even hiding. Laszlo, what the fuck are you doing in my room? I was looking for you! Hi! Because we're lonely, we need each other. So what the hell are you doing in the closet? I don't know. I panicked, okay? There's not a bottle of wine in here, is there? <laughs> better not be. Is there a bottle of wine? <laughs> uh, yes. One that you were carrying on you earlier. Nice. <laughs> oh, Joanne. I could have the bottle of wine. Shut up. No more alcohol for you. What has, what has gotten into you? I don't... I don't want to talk about it. Uh, did something happen? Yeah. Of course. Just leave me alone, okay? Just don't... don't talk to me. Just don't. Don't want you to talk to me. <sighs> Alright. But I'm taking this wine with me. My, give it back. No, get back oh, in your closet. Like... I close the doors and walk out. <laughs> I, I, I end up crying in the closet. <laughs> and I don't even have booze. <laughs> Asshole. Laszlo, what do you think happened? Like, what would Laszlo be thinking? right now, given the way that Joanna is acting. A lot more time has passed than I think. Hmm. But I'm not sure what the sec. I could talk to Henry, but... Yeah. Up to you. I'll give you a second to think about it. All right. Meanwhile, Marion and Odette, you take a moment to go to the padded car where uh, Guillemain is hanging out. 
This is also where Miriam Murr is being held after being arrested, along with the beings of Ib. So it does kind of smell in there right now. However, <laughs> uh, Odette is translating the French parts, and you're figuring out that through like through uh, the French translation, you can approximate a ghoulish word into an English word. And after like about a decent hour of doing this, you're able to get a you're both able to have a decent phrase book understanding of ghoulish. Nice. That includes you, Odette. Oh, nice. <laughs> the most relevant skills. Yes. The most useful the skills. Room, I can speak ghoulish. You get back into the real world. Mind you, it's like a relative, like, phrase book understanding of this language that's really only going to be helpful, like, say, hello, goodbye, where is the blank, and of where course, counting one through ten. Yeah. Also, also saying uh, easy fra phrases like "I want to eat this human, not that human." Ah, uh, <laughs> yes, the classic phrases. No biting. Throughout this, though, Guillemain makes it clear to you that why he wants to go to the Gulf of Nodens is so that way he can finally rest in peace, and so he can like give up his ghoulish aspect, so he can just be fully human. When he's so that way, he's just dead rather than a wandering ghost. I think that's a good goal. That's fair. Uh, Marion is going to, of course, ask if uh, he has gotten his skull uh, and if she managed to handle that in a way that he was happy with. Yes. That's what That's he says. Mm -hmm. And uh, meanwhile, Mirian, who is also in the car with you, he just, even though he's restrained right now, he just says, I didn't mean to murder that cat. I'm really, I'm dreadfully sorry. Well, you did. Look, that... I heard about the sorcerer. That he tried to board the train earlier. Yes. I want to mm. fight back. You but want I'm to not fight back? I've... I've been wronged by him. I have done but I owed him a debt. And now I want him gone. If you nope. can just like find some way to you know maybe lessen my sentence. I know you can't kill a cat, but I was under possession. I I had no control. I was looking for Madame Bruya. I wasn't looking for the cat. Uh, remind me again. How did he? Uh, how was the circumstance uh, around him killing the cat? Yes. Uh, he was under control, possessed by the by the sorcerer. He has said as much. Yeah, he was possessed he, at the time. He was possessed at the time of the murder. He had no control over his body at the time. I want to. I still want to assess honesty on him. Yeah, this doesn't feel. Go right ahead. Spend a point. Is having is having the skill enough, or do you want me to roll or? Just nope. Spend a point. I spend the point. He's telling the truth. Yeah, he's telling you the truth, the whole truth. He not is not lying, but you're gonna need to. But just your assessment, while you are in good favor with the cats, isn't gonna be good enough to convince them to maybe give them a lighter sentence. 
you're going to need to find somebody who's willing to, who they would really respect their judgment of. Well, the only one we know like that is Henry, right? Yeah, yeah I think so. There's Henry. I recall from last time that the Serenathian delegation and the beings of Ib mentioned that they're going to meet a, what is it, a King Carathus? who is considered the wisest, most noble being in the land, so maybe he could pass judgment? Hmm. Perhaps, perhaps. Well, Marion is going to at least uh, ask the cats uh, if they would be fine if they saw, uh, sought judgment from this, what did you say, being of Carnassus? Uh, uh, King Carathus, uh, yes. King Carathus, because Marion wouldn't want to uh, underhand or go behind the cat's back on this. Hmm. Uh, you walk over to the cat car, yeah. and the cats are talking amongst themselves about this, and it's a... They're arguing back and forth, something along the lines of, and your cat, is, your cat isn't great, but it's something along the lines of, he is the wisest being, but Ultharian law, but we've had had to amend it a couple of times. Yes, but what about, but remember when it, women could kill cats and it was okay? <laughs> yeah, but we had that ruling. Uh, I, I and assume else. And they keep going back and forth about this, and they eventually conclude that she should be the one to pass judgment on this. He is, Thank after you, all, the wisest and noblest being. We will seek to consult him then. Mm -hmm. So what did they say? Since he was possessed at the time. You have to appreciate though that they that that they that they had to amend the law to no person can kill a cat. And then eventually <laughs> it was amended to no being can kill a cat. <laughs> uh, they say that they will allow us to seek the judgment of this wisest being. Okay, good. So we'll see how that goes. Let's see. With that, some time has passed. Uh, you haven't exactly arrived at the next station yet, which is Era. How, so, Laszlo, have you made your decision? I am going to Henry. It has been nibbling at my mind. It has been happening. But I don't want to disturb Joanne further. You find Henry. He's currently bringing out cookies to make sure that, like, the scent, you know, fumigates the car. Oh, yes, yes, how, uh, yes, uh, yes, Herr Chrysler, how are you? Um, I think I'm doing well, but do you have a moment? Absolutely, I do. Okay, so, my friends. Mm-hmm. They've been acting a bit odd. That is correct. Do you know what happened? I don't know the details, but you're not going to like it. How so? Let me... He explains to you real quick that their timeline and your timeline are out of sync. He explains that you never stopped dreaming, but they did and returned. And a lot happened between them. And he uh, warns you that he has an idea about what may have happened to you in the real world. 
but it may not be good for you to hear. Oh, I get it. I've been in a coma. They must have been so worried about me. Now they're just happy that I'm back. Yes. A coma. That's it. Ah. Alright. I'm sure they'll warm up eventually. Thanks, Henry. No, no, no. I can't do this. I think you're dead. Can't do what? Dead? (laughs) This Uh... isn't a joke, Laszlo. I am telling you the truth. I think you died. I can't be. Oh, no. No, 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 no. I, I would have been the first to die. You're I walk off. What they imply to me, no, your no. love of knowledge is what killed you. No, 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 Emmy. No, no. No worries, I go to Marion. She will set this straight. Out for sure. I can't be the first. Oh, boy. He he wipes his brow. Here we go again. Lazlo, you go to Marion. Marion! Yeah. Meow? Oh, sorry, hello. <laughs> what, have you, what have you been up to now? What I've been up to... Oh, I talked to the ghoul, and I talked to the cats, and... Yes? Uh, <laughs> crazy times. Um, well, I talked to Henry, and I think I learned a little secret. I'm all ears. I've been in a coma, haven't I? Marion is going to give Lasso a long look and then say, Is this really a line of inquiry you'd want to go down? Well. Because it's not particularly happy. Not happy? What could have happened? I I need to know. Well, that does sound like you, especially considering how things went. Uh, You died. What's this crazy talk? Uh, no, no. Have I ever lied to you before? No, that's true. We both went out seeking knowledge, and unfortunately, it proved beyond your human can. Beyond me? But I, I'm, I'm strong. I've dealt with worse. How, how bad could it have been? I'm sorry to say that these eternal beings do not play fair. So, I, I'm dead? Unfortunately Pause. so, yes. Pause. 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 All right. Yes. Joanna? Yeah? In the midst of your crying, as you stay in the closet, 
something manifests in your hands, a small medical satchel. If you throw it into the Gulf of Nodens, all your memories of Laszlo will be erased. It will be filled in by, you know, actions maybe Marion did or Odette. But all of your memory of Laszlo will be gone. You will feel shame. You will feel no guilt. You will feel no fear. Choice is yours. I I look at the satchel. I I just, I just quietly stare at it while my mind races. And like the only the only thing that she can think is that this is probably for the best. All right. Back to Laszlo and Marion. Laszlo, how have you taken the news? I don't think I've taken the news. <laughs> Are you sad or angry? Or both? Mostly disbelief still. Bit of anger is rising. Let me know when your character believes it. If they ever do. If you need to talk about this last or you just need a hug or a friend, you know I'm here. Why didn't you stop me? I was Why did none of you me. stop me? I said I was right there beside you. And Odette and Joanne, no? They didn't take the deal with it. We took a deal and it was shitty. And then you all just left me to die like some piece of filth. Just use me till I was no longer useful. That's not how it is and I believe you know that deep down. Pause. Odette, in the midst of your moping, what are you going to, what are you going to manifest to throw into the Gulf of Nodens? Do you want to forget any feeling you've ever felt for, for Laszlo, or would you prefer to, or would you prefer something else? I know you mm -hmm. have a lot that you've been dealing with. I. I think I'm gonna go with. I, 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 I'm thinking the, the guilt, the some of the the impacts of the war. Well, Ranslo, while dealing with that, it's a bit harsh right now. I feel in the long run, it may be better to go with. I suppose the guilt. The the memories, the, 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 the war, the war hits you in a way. I believe if one me summoned, it's a rifle. Something's going to find is, that. It is a replica of the rifle you used during the war. Throw it into the gulf, and all memory of the great war will go away. All the guilt you feel, but in exchange, you will also lose the memory of your comrades who all died. 
and that will by proxy include Laszlo since he appeared in some of your flashbacks in a weird twitchy way. You know this. Back to Marion and Laszlo. Marion. First nurse, I yeah. believe. You've come to believe it? Yes. In your hand manifests a skull. Throw it into the Gulf of Nodens, and you will have no knowledge of your future death. Is it a special kind of skull? Do I recognize it? The weird thing My is... My own skull? You believe it's your own. Ah, <sighs> shit. <laughs> and Marion, what's your state of mind right now? I'm not quite sure what you would want to give up. Marion is surprisingly calm. Uh, and uh, she has long since decided that she doesn't give up anything. Uh, however, she wants to really look at Laszlo and say, Laszlo, I want you to really understand that this is not due to some weakness on your part or that we were happy to discard and use you because you are one of us and that you died for us, with us. That's something that's going to haunt all of us in throughout all our days. And we miss you so incredibly much. Bernardo, Dad, and Joanne, I want to hear how. I can say we we all meet up in the cabin. I'll go fetch them. I'll be waiting. Marion, you knock on the closet door. You open <laughs> up. You see Joanna just holding the medical satchel in her hands. I, I look at her with big eyes and I, I kind of shuffle the, the bag of like, look in the shame. Last I want to talk to all of us. I don't want I, to talk to Laszlo. I think it's the least we owe him. I Especially I, if you're considering forgetting him. She's she's shaking, but she she has already cried so much she just can't anymore. And she's just silent, but she knows Marion is right. That's that's the fucked up thing. She knows she is right, but she just doesn't she does doesn't want to, she just but she's right. And after like a silence she just swears <laughs> a lot. <laughs> And then she she gets up, but she doesn't 
take the bag with him, her. He doesn't want him seeing the bag because that's just that just feels wrong. So she just comes along without it. Mm-hmm. Next, you go get Odette. Yes. He's in his room, moping. Odette, are you in there? Mm. Yes. Laszlo would like to talk to all of us. His face sort of drops like, uh, oh. I, I suppose he's found out? He has, yes. Okay. Suppose it's... Gather the set of this, I guess. Let's go. You go to the salon car. Gather around. You all sit together. It's awkward. But it needs to be done. So, who's going to speak first? It has come to my attention that I've died. That you three knew about it. And yet, you didn't choose to not speak a word. Why? I said, why? Look, it wasn't exactly easy, okay? It's not, it's, it's not like you, you walk in and go like, Hey, you're dead! That just doesn't work like that, okay? What were, what were we supposed to say? So I was supposed to just figure it out on my own? You weren't supposed to figure it out at all. Or at least not from me. I don't know, I assumed that you'd find out some way, but... Well, it's been a bit unfair of him, considering that we've been avoiding him. We have to sympathize if we have not been fair here. Odette is just silent. He's ashamed. And what happened after? After my dad? Three of you. What did you do? Cry. We cried and continued on. We're not finished and we owe it now also to you that we have to finish. We can't stop now. But we have seen uh, seen to your body. Thank you for that. I do appreciate it. Yes. So I presume someone has replaced me by now. I... No one could replace you. No. It's... It's another man, but he's not the same. He's not you. You're... You, you were, you were Laszlo. You, 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 you feel the. 
it's 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 not the same. It it never will be. Less low I was in it was. What happens now? Do I drift here forever? I suppose it's up to you. Some people but... like uh, Henry here has been able to live on, on in dream after they've lost their physical form. Maybe you have that option as well, mm -hmm. if that is what you want. To find a way to fulfill yourself, the desires. Otherwise, the there is there is no shame in passing on. No. The train stops. Now arriving, Era Station. I would encourage people to get off if they would so wish. And you see all the cats start coming out to the front of the train. They're carrying Blackjack. They plan to bury him. And Henry goes off to handle something. Oh. <sighs> I would have wished for us not to be interrupted right now. Well, I'm going to help the cats with the bur uh, burial, but I think we have more to talk about. Do any of you have anything left to say to me or make a final decision? I do have. Yes. I have something left to say to all of you, but I said. There, there's still things that needs doing here. I, uh, I, I tend to as well. Yes, you, you were one of, probably one of the better things that happened to me in general within the last few years. The war, it changes the man, but it, it was unlikely, but. You you were a good friend, and I trust you in, in choosing whatever you see fit. Oh, that's... Turn away. Hmm? I might have seen hard. But there's a spark. You make people believe. There's something powerful. Something even I, with my research, can't always do. Please, do tend to the spark. Make things change for the better. Yeah. Oh, yes. I found so I'll continue on. I'll do as you wish. It's, it's only fair. Laszlo, I'm sorry for ignoring you, but that's just, <laughs> like, the moment you died, I held you, but I cried, and I, I just haven't actually been able to leave it behind me yet, and I'm afraid that I might never leave it behind me, or that I just, I'll never get past this hurt, and it's just the moment I saw you the first thing I thought was just please no because 
I I don't know what to do with this. I I have lost so many people in my life, but they, none of them were you. Like I have been so so much stuff, and it's it's just it's been so crazy. And the moment you died, I just I just broke inside, and I. Look, I, <laughs> no, never mind. It's, it's, but do know that I love you and I care for you and you're my friend. And it's because you're my friend that it hurts so much. And it's because you're my friend that I. I go towards you and give her a hug. Oh my. This adventure has been hard on you, but I know you're strong. I know I'm you. Not, I'm not strong. I, <laughs> I am everything. Joanne, it's, it's hard to try, but you prevail. You always do. No matter how bizarre or scary or dangerous the situation, do make it out on top. Believe in yourself. Even if that means forgetting me. If that is what you need to do to survive, then that is what you need to do. Trust the decision. The moment he says that, she just balls her eyes out and and hugs him really tight, and and she just he just doesn't let go anymore. Pause. Marion, as you go to bury Blackjack with the rest of the cats, you see Henry just kneeling with his hat doffed and praying. It's a weird sight to say the least. And you see a plaque at the station. Please open in the foregone dream document number three and read it aloud. I am on my way. In memory of Ira. Here once stood Ira of the Golden Domes, the dream of the shepherd boy Iranon. As long as Iranon sought Ira, he remained eternally young, and for that long Ira flourished. When Iranon lost hope, he turned old overnight and walked into the Benasic quicksands. That night, Ira and all her people vanished. O oh, dreamers, hold fast to your dreams lest they too perish. Hmm. Curious story. She'll stop next to Henry and bow her head respectfully, but she won't interfere with him if he wants a moment of quiet. He stands up and just informs you, this is why the train stops here. No one's ever here. But by coming here, 
I think I keep Ira alive in some little way. I think so too. The wheelist away. Your friend Laszlo. He'll never truly be gone. Even if he dies in dreams, he'll never truly be gone. So long as some people remember him, he'll never leave. That's true. And I am going to remember him. Could I ask your advice? Yes. Could everyone else uh, defend themselves? Go right ahead. It has struck me that my comp some of my companions are wishing that their memory of Laszlo be gone. But I know that they're going to lose another companion soon. I am aware of this. You're so next on the block. Indeed. I don't think you'll need to worry too much. I've got... I have been informed of a plan. I will see you again very soon, Marion, but in order for this to work, you have to hold out a little bit longer. But I think we can do something. Very well. I am going to keep my peace and keep it in the black book then. Keep it a, keep it a little bit secret. But I assure you, when the time comes, it will all make sense. Thank you for your advice. You're welcome. Oh, and uh, Vitus says hello. That name tells me very little, but say hello back. He saw you that one time, that radio station man. Oh, it's... That's like a faint memory. That's almost like a dream. You'll see him a bit more. He well, knows you I... very well, and he does look out for you. I look forward to it. Everyone knows that we could use some looking out for right now. Indeed we could. Oh, I believe uh, Laszlo wishes to speak with you. I'll hold the train for a few more minutes, but uh, then we must get back on, must get back and keep the train on time. Yes, of course. The Thank cats you. get back on board with you. And she is also going to clap Henry on the shoulder, knowing that he's a traditional man and not daring to hug him. Thank you uh, for understanding. <laughs> I'm not from your time, but I appreciate the consideration. And she nods at him, and then goes to seek out Laszlo. Marion makes herself available for lesson. All right. Ah, Marion, steady partner. We come from different worlds, yet the methods are the same. 
I do hope Indeed. that you'll be able to complete the quest with the others. We rely a lot on you. Such is my hope too, and it has been difficult being the only secret truth remain. I do miss you very much. And I so miss you too, if there's an if at all. Well, I guess I'm about to discover the tomb. Final question. What happens after that? After my second death is fusing, I don't know. Uh, this world never seemed to be meant for me. But I'll do my best to make it my own. Even now. I'm sure you'll find plenty of study partners in the afterlife. <sighs> and I'm sure that we shall meet again. Perhaps we will. All right, everyone. I've made my decision. I will be getting off the stop. Mm. I yes, I don't think I can bear to again so soon. The Orient Express, the Dreamland Express, is confusing trains and trains and worlds and worlds. <laughs> yes, Henry overhears this. I must inform you, monsieur, there is, uh, if you get off, you will wake up at some point. Cannot outrun your fate. It doesn't seem that way. Time is weird here, but it still goes forward somewhat. Your best bet is maybe to live out as long as you can, but... Can you at least stay till the next stop? You don't want to get off here. It's a void of nothingness. I try to make something come back, but... City of Araya, of Araya has been lost for who knows how long. What will be the next stop? Uh, the next stop would be... Ah, yes. Uh, Sona Nil. A big city. Probably a better place to go. Uh. I hope they've uh, they've got research there. They do. All right. Then that will be my final destination. That is, I'll live out the rest of my hours. Okay. The train moves forward into the into the cold night. It's dark. Despite it still being a bit early. You travel for a while. Not much occurs. The air in the train is silent, flat, with morning. But Laszlo, somebody comes to you anyway. The Serenathians. 
Ah, yes. Our dear friend, the best of those dreaming scum. How are you, our good friend? How are you? Uh, sorry, guys. I've seen better days. Ah, uh, we can easily cheer you up. How about a couple of drinks on us? Uh, maybe one won't hurt. They take you to the. They take you to the men's car. They break out a. They break out a beverage or two. Roll a d6. I just want to see your alcohol tolerance. Yeah, it's pretty good. Slightly buzzed, but not too much. So look, uh, we heard your little conundrum there, right? You're gonna die anyway. You want to join us for a little bit of a uh, murder? We aren't the biggest fan of those beings of Ib, and we delightfully just uh, remove them out of the picture. You see. Hmm. Murder. And what do I get out of it? Oh, trust me. It'll be a wonderful time. We'll just, you know, get rid of those disgusting, vile creatures. Besides, it's a little thrill of the kill, you know? A little adrenaline rush. Hmm. We could have right. so much fun doing this. I'll need a moment. I'll find you. Oh, no, 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 no. You must decide now, my friend. You must decide now. I do not like being pressured. Time is precious. I mean, we were joking! We were jo- Right, boys? We were joking. Murder! No, 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 no. We are just doing that. The beings of Ib just get on our nerves. We just thought we'd see if you'd actually think it was a good idea. You're such a strong moral character. <laughs> hmm. I wonder how Henry would react. Oh, 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 don't tell him. He's such a worry wart, that Henry. Yes. Look, 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 just, if you get the idea, go right ahead, but, uh, you know. Besides, what's the point? You're gonna die anyway. What do you care about those beings at Ib? Why would you ever feel any sort of remorse? Uh. We have a pulse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you do. That's why you're getting off at the next station, you coward. I mean, look at you. We thought you were the pinnacle of civilization. And look at you. You're just this namby-pamby coward who wants to get off at the next station. Come on. Little, little. Ah, uh, Nash, can you give me a minute? <laughs> Go right ahead. Oh, damn. Hmm. What an interesting conundrum. Okay. None of you realize this is happening, but I need to make this perfectly clear. This is like the most back-alley conversation that has happened the whole day, the whole session.
How did you plan this? Oh, all the way back ever since I picked you as their favorite. Oh, wow. What? Wow. Yeah. They okay. were always going to invite you for murder. <laughs> A murder fest. How wonderful. Oh, I hate this. I hate this so much. Uh, okay, uh, those creatures. The beings of Ib. Beings of Ib. Alright. Then it's really hard. <laughs> but it has to be my decision, which is a hard thing. Alright. No one else um, but your own. Let me put it this way. If you murder the beings of Ib, you will get off you will not get off at the next station of your own free will. They'll put you in the padded car and keep you there. Will the others find out what I did? Possibly. Who knows? Henry might. But on the other hand, if you don't murder them, maybe you could save a couple of lives. You are a doctor, after all. Hmm... The real question I'm asking you, Laszlo, is this. Faced with the existential dread of your own mortality, how do you respond in these situations where you could just do anything because you now know your fate? It's an ultimate nihilist uh, situation, indeed. I have there given are little to no consequences. There are literally no consequences for murdering the beings of Ib. Because I will die. And Laszlo probably doesn't believe in afterlife. Uh, I've always interpreted Laszlo to be a pretty devout atheist, I don't know why. Yeah, I get that feeling too. Hmm. Oh. I know something better. What you gonna do? I'm gonna murder those post bastards. I'm gonna, gonna murder, murder them the in their sleep. Yeah, I'm gonna murder them. Alright. Just spend, like, half your points from athletics, please. Alright, just to be sure. I'm not murdering the... I'm murdering the boss things right now, right? Yeah, you're murdering the, like, the people who have been, like, seducing you to murder the beings of Ib. Yes. Okay, I'm gonna murder them in the sleep. What did you want me to roll? No, 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 no. Just spend half your points from athletics. I'll do the rest. Uh, rounding up or rounding down? Uh, rounding down. <laughs> Alright, that's one point. After the Serenathians got good and drunk, they need a bit of rest before they begin their diplomatic conversations with, with King Karanath. And as this is happening, you just go in and slit their fucking throats. You inform the beings of Ib what you have done. And the beings of Ib look at you. And they look back at, at the knife that you used to do it from your satchel. And they look back at you. They nod their heads. Like, they kind of try to thank you, but they can't talk, so it's not going to help. But they do know 
that they are going to have to report you for that. Hmm. I clean my satchel and the mm -hmm. knife. Late in front of Marion and Joanne's room. And I'm gonna try and get off this train. You're a dick, you realize, right? Yes. I'm living on my own terms. I want to rot. You see King Karanath and his two guards begin to board the train at the next station. You slowly slip off and go into the and go into the into the city. It's a very odd choice you've made. Certainly one I didn't predict. But the thing is as this happens you walk off into the night and you look up and even though you know you may have done something like very brutal, very hard you also know that maybe that was the best move you could make. Perhaps when you return to the land of the waking you'll find some horrible individual some terrible, awful person who believes in some horrible ideology. Some Baron Von Baron you'll eventually meet. And when you learn of his fascism, you will murder him on the spot. Hang on. As you arrive in Sona Nil, Marion and Joanna, mm -hmm. you you get out of the car to see what all the commotion is about with this King Karanath. You look down and you find and you find Laszlo's satchel. He's gone. You'll never see him again now. But you remember that in the waking world, you have his satchels. The little token to remember him by. Maybe it's for the best you don't let go. But that's up to you. As King Karanath boards the train, Henry says, Presenting His Highness King Karanath of the Dreamlands, long may he reign. Please, everyone, come to the, come to the dining car. We have a grand feast to be had. Please open dream document number five for today's menu. Ooh. Holy shit. Wait, oh, nice new open... menu. Super decay? Flamingo tongue. Second, dream five. Yes. Those people. Wait, I don't think that this is the menu. Oh, fuck. The dream five is the menu. Yeah, I, I accidentally opened the wrong one, but I didn't oh. check it too much. The settlers cooks. What, what does that mean? Oh man, it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful feast. And as everyone gathers and the beings of Ib come out, and so does like everybody except Mirian Murr because he's is a criminal. Everybody mm -hmm. leaves, and then 
the Serenathian delegation. Except says, well, my uh, my apologies, uh, the Serenathian delegation. I, I applaud. Nothing comes out. <laughs> Nothing comes out. <laughs> the Serenathian delegation, and and then all of a sudden, one of like King Karanathian's guards comes out, and he just says, "They've been murdered." Cut. Cut. Yes, they were found with surgical knives stabbed in their hearts. Uh, what? What? I look at Marion and I'm like, oh. "Are you thinking what I'm thinking?" But I don't say it. I just look because I don't want to mm. arouse suspicion. Marion nods once. Big eyes. Mm. Oh no! And she is going to wave Henry over. And so the beings of Ib. They, they take out their little squeaker that they used to speak through, and they say, We know who did it, but he had informed us that they were trying to kill us. They had beaten up one of us earlier. And King Karanath sits there and he ponders that and he goes, hmm. Hmm. Doom comes to Serena if they do not pay their debt. Hmm. He, he sits there and he ponders as the meal is being had, as the roast peacock main course comes out. Does anyone know who it was? What he says a word. I believe so, yes. Well, do tell me, who was it? Well, he left at this station. It was a friend of ours who recently learned that he died in the waking. Ah, yes, yes. He sits and he ponders. Hmm. Quite unfortunate. I see why he would do it. I understand why he did it. I might give him a light sentence even. But alas, murder is murder. But he's so gone now, right? So. Indeed. Well, despite the fact there is no other, other uh, delegation, I will hear the beings of Ip out and what they demand. Hmm. The beings of Ib explain that what they want is 500,000, like, rubies and sapphires to help fund the construction of Ib. They also want a letter written from the King of Serenath in order to, that is an official apology. And they also want the sacred artifact, a depiction of their god that is in uh, the middle of Serenath, returned to them. And the king sits there and goes... Yes, these are all quite reasonable demands. I would not see any objection. The beings of Ib certainly have been, certainly have been, you know, terribly harmed in this whole thing. I shall grant them their, their desires. Inform, I will inform the king immediately that he must, the king of Serenath, that he must do this. Though part of me suspects he will never actually fulfill his promises. 
The doom will come to them. We know this, but we must try. Yes. Aww. Uh, this voice I have given them, I'm doomed to forever give them this voice. Yes, <laughs> yes good job. In, in my head, I'm just imagining they have like a sock puppet on like their hand. Just <laughs> oh, no, I was just imagining Baby Groot. Uh, uh, so, like sock puppet. Like, <laughs> well, indeed, this is quite the turn of events, and I know not everyone here is a perfect moral character, but I think you are all a very good lot. I do sense guilt in the room for something he may for something someone may have done, but such a good crowd. You're all wonderful people. A toast, a toast. And he raises up like the wine and you know encourages you all to clink. 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 Cheers. Cheers. Yes. Now, now uh, if anybody has any business they would ever wish to bring up to me, now would be a good time. I am very much open to talking with uh, mere dreamers like you. Well, we do have a case we want to bring before you. Ah, yes. Uh, what is it that you desire? Uh, it's regarding the loss of Ulthar. Mm -hmm. uh, I believe uh, the cats may want to explain the situation some, but I am going to sum it up for you. There was There is a man on the train uh, who killed a kitten. However, he killed it while he was possessed. And he would like to be given leave to seek vengeance against the one who possessed him. Mm hmm. I cannot sure if I can grant him leave, but I could. But I think I do sense honesty in those words that you speak to me. I will say this: Ulfarian law does have an exception or two. They will imprison him for a while. But they will not uh, give him the full penalty of law. He was, after all, possessed. Ultharian law does make an exception or two, and I believe Mirian Murr will gladly uh, will gladly pay that out. I appreciate you bringing this to me. I understand, though, the cats may be a vengeful lot, but they are a reasonable, lawful sort. Hmm. I have the greatest respect for both you and the cats. Pleasure is mine, Miss... Hunt. Pleased to make your acquaintance. And I you. You dine into the night further and further. It's been a hectic evening for all of you, but certainly it's been a better one than most. At least you've got a little bit of peace. At least a little. Well... Ah, yes. I'm afraid this is, must be where I get off. Serenin Station. I believe after this it's the Gulf of Nodens. I bid you adieu. You're yes. most kind. Like Farewell. Farewell. Yes. Henry bids him off the train. And... Welcome to the Gulf of Nodens. I'm afraid after this our time aboard the train is up. There's a white light at the end of the gulf, and once we go through it, you will return to the waking world. But as for me, I will return to Ulthar Station.
It has been a pleasure riding with all of you today. And as he says this, the train continues to scurry along, and then it jumps into the air over the gulf as it begins to fly over the Gulf of Nodens. And just as this happens, you look out the window. You see a cloud. It looks like a skull. It's gray. It shoots lightning and thunder with red eyes coming out of it. What the hell? And as you get closer, a tall, lanky man with red eyes and dressed in robes extravagant appears miles behind the train with a horde of shangtaks flying, flying with him. They want the train out of the sky. Oh. That's a shantak, by the way. Hmm. Terrifying little, terrifying creatures. And all the while, Monsieur Karakov in the dining car is just going, I hear noises. The gunshots! The gunshots! Mac Mackenzie, though, is currently too busy taking a satchel that he's been carrying with him this entire time and throwing papers into the, into the Gulf of Nodens as quick as he can. Hmm. Madame Bruya, nowhere to be found. Suzuza looks concerned. The cats are preparing to fight. Henry says, Battle stations, everyone! We are being attacked! Well, Welcome naturally. So why do you want me? I can hmm? shoot. Perfect, perfect. Uh, everybody yes. has something they can do. Marion, your hypnotism ray does work here. I was going to use Dream. Oh, Dream yeah. works as well for a lot of I, things. I was thinking... My mind said, Dream, minigun. Oh. <laughs> oh, that would be lovely. <laughs> From the war. Just just we dream up a bazooka. Nah. You need more firing power. Everybody, what are you going to do to fight back the sorcerer? And his minions. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my usual. We just shoot at it. So if I can All right, you up, like an upgrade. Right. You, you poke your head out the window. You decide to go all out, and you somehow manifested a rocket launcher, whatever the hell those are. Oh, yeah! Spend a point from dreaming if you actually want to do that. Yeah, absolutely. That is too awesome. <laughs> spend a spend uh spend points from firearms and roll. Yes, all right. Give me a second. Ah. Oh, yeah, there we go. Boom. The power of an empty tank mine. I just want to rock it. Uh, let's see. Yeah, that hits. Uh, roll damage. Mm -hmm. It will be a plus four to the roll. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, let's see, yeah, you take out one of the Shantaks that's flying towards the car, and just, he falls out of the sky and crashes into the Gulf of Odens. Boom! 
That's how we mm. do it, bitches. Uh, Marion, you start calling to somebody, and you hear the voice of Guillemain calling to that person as well. They both get the, you both get the same idea. Excellent. As, as this is occurring. Odette, uh, what do you, what do you do? Well, okay, all up. I, I never got to handle one in my time in the world, but let's see if we can get one of those machine guns. They seem uh, really you, powerful. You climb, like, you take up the side, you climb on top of the train car, you mount a machine gun. Roll. Yeah. Let's add some firearms, yes? Oh, yep. good, I have plenty in that. We're going. <laughs> oh hell yeah! Yeah, you hit you hit another one of the you hit another one of the Shane tax. Roll da roll damage plus uh two. Yeah, that's a five. Yep, and roll it again. Cause that's how machine guns work. Yeah, and that's the four. You take it down. He goes down. Another one. Another one bites the dust. Marion, as you begin to call this person, as you begin to call the thing, all you see the night gaunts flying towards you. They've come. There's three of them that have come to be to help aid you in your to help aid you in your fight. Oh, thank you, Great Nodens, for sending your minions. And they perch on top of the train. You climb out to climb on top of the cars, along with the, the ghoul that was Guillemain. But before you do that, Mirian Murr, who is in the padded car, asks, Free me! I can help you fight! I wish to help. You have been so kind. It's the least I can do. Who does he ask? He asks you, Marion. Well, I assessed honesty on him before. Do I still have to pay a point uh, this time to do it again? Yes, you do. You could just trust him. him. You spend the uh, point? I spend the point. He is telling you the full truth and nothing but the truth. Excellent. You set him free? You better make up for your pre... You have a chance to make up for your previous crimes now. And she'll Mirian. free him. What? Mirian is freed. He transforms into his beast form. And begins to fight, and begins to climb to the top of the car, and goes to fight. As you, Guillemain, and Odette, and Odette get there, get to see these night gaunts arrive. You now have to make it, Odette. Do you want to ride the night gaunt with a machine gun mounted to it? You know I do. <laughs> you mount a machine gun onto the night gaunt. You all take to the skies and begin to fight back and begin to fight back the Shantax. It is the most badass thing I have ever seen and Guillemain shouts something in French that I think we all can understand. Viva! What is it? <laughs> Viva la France! <laughs> Viva la morte! <laughs> <laughs> And as you just ride off into the night, we will handle the second round. But as you begin to fly, Joanna, 
you hear something rumbling. The sound of horses on foot come riding along the train car. You see a bunch of dead soldiers, cavalrymen, with pound signs engraved into their foreheads. They've come for Monsieur Katakov. They want revenge. Was Karakov the Dark Lord? Karakov is the arms dealer. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Well, okay. The train is under siege from three different sides. Yeah, exactly. That, that's, like, that's like, great, but we're kind of busy at the moment. I mean, uh... One, One at a time, please. One at a time. Exactly. Sorry, pal. This all had to happen at once. Henry is freaking out right now. Yeah, I can imagine. One second, so, I'll be right back. Dude. Oh my god, this guy. Uh, maybe can Marion, like, subdue the RB or something? To be like, These are, this is not the arms dealer you're looking for. Because <laughs> that would probably help a lot. <laughs> or we can see you when Nash comes back. Yeah, exactly. I'm just thinking out loud before. Well, gotta do something here. So... Yeah, I, I, I have an idea, but I need Nash. Yeah, okay, that's good. I think I'm just gonna, first thing I do when Nash comes back is just go like, Marion, you might want to check this out, and like point at... I, I, I realize I've basically improvised one of the whole fighter planes. Yes, yeah. yes you have. Yes, I have. <laughs> Joanna, what do you do? I I I look I go she, I, she I look at Mar yeah I just I just yell at Marion like Marion basically my my instead of Embo is just yell at Marion the moment wrong so <laughs> and Marion you look down and you see this army of cavalry just looking just with like death in their eyes Marion is going to put her hands on her hip hips at the moment and go like, well, if there's a sorcerer over here, that means magic has to be real, right? So let's Correct. give it a go. What uh, are you going to do? She's going to extend her arms towards the track, and she's going to try and make brambles start growing along them to start twisting themselves into the feet uh, of the horse. All right. Uh, pitch to me. What ability Wait. are you going to want to use to do this? <laughs> Dream. This makes sense. Alright, uh, spend me uh, a point at least and roll. Seven. The brambles on the tracks begin to spike out and the knight and the little and all those cavalrymen proceed to be Stabbed through the side. They seem to only be affected by dreams. Karakov just shouts in terror that this is all his fault. This is all his fault. But he must. He cannot feel shame. As this continues. As, the, as this continues. The cats help claw them at bay. And the, and the cavalry begins to continue to be at peace. Mer oh, Joanna. You are able to now get a clear shot at another one of the... Another one of the... The one that are one of the Shantaks. Awesome, shoot it. <laughs> I 
Did I roll? Yep, you should roll. Awesome. Yeah, that's a hit. Thank Roll you. damage. Plus four, right? Yep. Oh, yeah. You take it down, and the sorcerer inches ever closer to the front lines. Suzuza gets a weird idea and begins singing. The cats help keep the... Keep the cavalry at bay. Monsieur Korokov is just huddled up. Madame Bria is nowhere to be found. Miriam Murr is slashing at things with his wolverine claws. Odette, what are you up to? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Ugh. We're bearing down. We're going down on these incoming forces. Firing as much as we can, taking out as soon as as many as possible, really. The spring. All right. Since you're spraying wildly, I want you to just roll a straight d6 plus firearms, and then I'm gonna handle something. Okay. Just see if you hit anyone. Uh, um, let's go for a few points. That's a ten. See. Okay. That means I'm gonna give you. And then Ah, oh, sorry, bad format. Ah. So we're gonna take this number, we're gonna roll it three times, and the lowest one is how much damage you deal to each. Okay. You deal six damage to each of them. Hmm. To each of them that remain. Yeah. As you're flying through the sky. Luckily, a few more were taken out thanks to the backup forces. Suzuza, of doing of all things, begins singing. As the sorcerer gets closer. Yeah. Monsieur Karakov looks, finds you, Joanna, pulls you to the side and just goes... What do I need to do to make them stop? What do I need to do to make them stop? Okay, first of all, you need to calm down. Okay? Breathe. Breathe in. Yes, yes. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Now, go to your room. We're dealing with it. It's gonna be okay. But you're no I use here screaming and yelling. You should just... Calm down. Go to your room. Get out of sight. You're only riling them up by being. Yo, he takes a white sphere that he was carrying with him and throws it into the Gulf of Nodens. And then he just says, I feel no guilt no more. They can have me for all I care. Uh, he threw uh, away his conscience. He can't feel right or wrong. Well then, so, uh, let's go to your room now. Gotta be okay. Yes, I shall quietly wait. And right as you say that, the cavalry got angry. Got angered. 
and another thing emerges from the Gulf of Nodens. And right as you hear, and right as he's about to leave, the wall of the train car gets damaged as a cannonball bursts through. Make an athletics check. Fuck. Hey, give me a second. Okay. <laughs> Why, yes, it is. That succeeds. You, you oh. successfully dodge the cannonball and take no damage, but still, though, the train car is damaged. And because of this, you see Henry in the corner. He feels like he's just taken a wound. It feels like it hurts so bad. Wait, we're talking about Henry now? Yeah, Henry took... It's as if when the train got damaged, Henry took a wound. Aw, poor baby. He's connected to mentally. Henry, are you okay? No, I'm not! My dream is being destroyed! Oh god, oh god. What can I do, aside from, like, what I'm already doing? Is there anything else I can do? Throw Monsieur Karakov into the Gulf of Nodens! Ah. Uh... They want blood. You must sacrifice him. Oh. Well, he has no conscious, so... Uh, I really don't wanna, but it makes sense. So I'm kind of like, sorry, but... And then I push him. Well, you gotta make an athletics check against him. Oh, no. <laughs> don't make me do an athletics check. Remember, dreaming can suffice for other stats. Oh, blood yeah. from the blood god. Okay, good idea. Three, two, one. No! He resists. He's not going in. You're currently, like, doing, like, a fisticuffs fight over an open hole near the train that the cannons made. Mm. We'll have to do another check to see if you succeed. Another red letter. You could try making a brawl check next time to see if that works. Oh, that would help me so much. <laughs> but meanwhile, back in the skies, Marion and Odette, you're just having like a fun time riding these night gaunts, doing cool magic and things, and you see those cannons emerge out of the gulf, and they're firing at the train. <laughs> they're trying to shoot you out of the sky. Pitch to me how you avoid them. Riding? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, writing. Do you have that skill? Uh, <laughs> I do. Maybe. Let me check. We were the people riding the motorbikes. Oh, yeah, yeah. we were. <laughs> yeah, you were the people riding the motorbikes. Do it. Yeah. Is roll, roll, or... roll, man. Yeah, I, I don't really have much. Can we just agree that this is like the best fight scene ever? <laughs> I'm sorry, I just. <laughs> And you all survive! You successfully navigate the cannons. Go in for, You get a free shot on me on those cannons. Hmm. Feel free to use any... Uh, feel free to use your machine gun. Yeah. That's the plus two, yes. yes. Mm -hmm. Ooh. 
mean, it doesn't seem to have too much effect, but you're able to at least take one of them out. How yeah, many cannons are there? There's like about ten. Infinite. Oh no. The cavalry is lo is unable to keep pace with the train, so it's starting to fall behind a bit. But the cannons sure are keeping up. Uh, mm. And is the sorcerer still like flying in the air and stuff? Yeah, the sorcerer is still flying in the air, trying to get you guys. Mario yeah. wants to try to hypnotize the cannons to start shooting at the sorcerer instead. Ooh, that's gonna be a tough one. Opposed, opposed hypnotize roll. Yeah, I'm ready. Three, two, one. <laughs> Let me try something real quick. <laughs> you dealt no. 10 damage to the sorcerer doing that. The cannons <laughs> redirect aim at the sorcerer and being the things of dreams, it's one of the few things that can damage him. Suzuza's song helping guide the cannonballs towards towards the sorcerer as he as she sings an epic an epic aria from an epic aria as Miriam Murr takes out a few more of those take out a few more of the Shantax as Guillemain flies in going in for the kill and we zoom back in on Joanna on Joanna and Monsieur Korokov dealing fists blow to blow yeah all right let's see we're we going for scuffling I, I think yeah, we're on for scuffling. Yeah, let's scuffle. He said, I did what I had to do to make money. That's all you do in this world. And as he says this, what do you say back? No, you. No, it's you. It's like, <laughs> damn it! I have to come up with an epic last moment. Can I just smack him in the face and just push already? I don't think words are necessary. I just want to smack him in the face and then push. <laughs> you do it. You yes! throw him off of the train into the briny depths below, and as he falls there, his as he falls deeper into the gulf, you look down and you see a submarine emerge. And it takes him deeper and deeper into the gulf. Nice. Very nice. The cannons disappear. So do the cavalry. They have been satisfied. And as he fell, you see a white orb float out of the gulf. And it returns through the light on the other side of the gulf back to the world of the living. As if his conscience has some business to handle. A little bit of the chaos has calmed down, leaving only the sorcerer left in sight. The Shantax have been taken, but the sorcerer is only halfway there to being, to being fully destroyed. He still has strength as he makes it to the train and lands. Where is the lover's heart, he declares. And he tries to hypnotize Suzuza, who is standing at the front of the train. But to no avail, Suzuza cannot be hypnotized. She is mm -hmm. too strong-willed. Yes! Oh, that's so she has, cool. <laughs> she has learned very well from, a, from another woman how not to be beaten down. 
<laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I'm getting the fuzzies the two, over here. The two are in the two are in deadlock. And as the night gaunts return to the train, docking up docking back aboard, seeing as how there is not nothing left to fight, they they bow respectfully as they fly back into the gulf. How will you deal with the sorcerer? Shut up! Sure. I, I have a dream machine gun. I have on the I have on the back of a fucking dragon. Yeah. Damn it! Go ahead, both of you roll. Yes. Shoot it. Yes. Uh, all the hits. Let's see. I, I'm finished. That's is that a hit. I hope so. Ah. Uh, you don't hit it, Odette, but Joanna does. Wait, which one was that? That's me. No, vote a pair. That's a seven. But... It... Oh, wait, oh, wait. You rolled earlier and you both. Okay, sorry. Miss Yeah, then I did like, the damage roll. Yeah, yeah, then you did the damage roll. However, oh, yeah. Sorry. For whatever reason, the damage doesn't seem to affect him as much. It only deals whatever the minimum is. How curious. Mm. Uh, He's only taken a total of eight damage from that. Damn it. Okay. Mm. He seems. Mere weapons cannot hurt me. Bring me the lover's heart and I will let you go. Madame Bruya is nowhere to be found. Well, you'll find that Can't... we're not going to do that. So... I'm trying to land back. I would like you both to roll stability real quick. Oh, no. uh, that's a straight 1d6, yeah. Yep. Or you can um, add stability on top if you wish to spend points from that. Uh, I, I, I'll do both. What a fucker. Oh, oh. He looks into your eyes and he stares deeply. Find the crone. Give me the heart. And you will have to suffer. You obey his words perfectly. Seeing as how you've now fallen under the spell and begin searching all over the damn train for her. That's the second time I get hypnotized, damn it. First one here. Marion, you've witnessed this. Yeah. You want to try anything? Got anything up your sleeve? I am... Gonna try and fuck the sorcerer. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Gonna fuck gonna the sorcerer. That's what I'm thinking about. Hmm. I am going to put my fate in my will and just assault him with my mind. Mm. You're going to have a hypnotism duel. Uh, yeah, I mean, essentially, yeah. mind lasering him. Mind lasers. 
Right, that uses Cthulhu Mythos, not Hypnotism. Go for it. You're going to have an opposed role, though. That, that's fair. Three, two, one, draw. Even with a plus four. Well, roll damage. My, my dice is being uh, surprisingly mature today. 1d6 plus 2, please. As you two fight, your minds lock. Lasers emerge from each other in, in the field of dreams. They push at each other. It's a tug of war, but at the very end, you succeed. Your laser wins out, and you successfully push him. Though he is undead, he does not die. He merely shambles and falls apart. And as this happens, he begins to fall backwards into the Gulf of Nodens. And that is when Madame Bruya appears. And as he continues to fall into the Gulf, Madame Bruya breaks out with the, with the, with the lover's heart and shouts at him, there is only one thing that is stronger than love. That is death. And she plunges into the Gulf of Nodens with the lover's in hand, diving faster. The sorcerer tries to grab it and fails. And then he disintegrates into dust as the lover's heart is destroyed. With that, Train is at peace. You have won the battle. Mont Mac Mackenzie finishes his, finishes his bargaining. You have an opportunity. If you wish to throw anything in the Gulf of Nodens, you may. Marion okay. is going to look expectantly at the other two. She's not throwing anything in. No, no, uh, I, I don't think I will. I'm going to throw something in, but it's I... not going to be the doctor's bag. Throw a cake of the of the. Spend edge. a point from dreaming to change the item. Okay. I am going to drop in the the adventure of the red fest. I am going to forget that my dad is a scumbag. I am going to, like. Forget all that business with the, the adultery and stuff, and it's gonna be just a happy memory of like my like like my dad is like a hero in my eyes. A small fez manifests in your hand, and as you chuck it into the gulf, that chapter of the book doesn't exist in your mind anymore. Never will again. Even if you reread it, your mind will forget it. You are free from that memory. The legacy of your father is kept as it was. And, because you have chosen to change it, the memory of Laszlo lives on in all three of you. He may die, but like the city of Adria, it can live, if you remember. And as you approach the train in the light, Suzuza walks up to Marion one last time 
and tells you and tells her thank you for everything. I'm happy to have met you. If you ever you find yourself me. in New York, come see the show. Marion is going to give us a little sad smile at that and give her a hug. Yes. Foreshadowing. I <laughs> and as the train goes mm. into the light, you return to the waking world with only one message. I would like Joanna Toprak and Odette to mute for a second. Or deafen, deafen. You hear some last words from Henry. He tells you thank you. He says that he understands how hard it was. He says he will look after oh, he says he will look after Laszlo in the Dreamlands for a little bit until he has to leave. And he will have to leave. But perhaps there are adventures to be had some other time. Finally, he tells you, we will meet again very soon. I'll see you, I'll see you in a bit. I look forward to meeting you again. Thank you for everything. You're welcome. Never fear. Henry is here. And as the light gets brighter and brighter, you wake up. You're back in the Orient Express. You grab your breakfast. It is an uneventful train ride. You pull in to Serkeki Station. It's gorgeous and beautiful. It is a wonder of architecture, of light, and of beauty. But you've made it. You've made it to Constantinople. You are finally here. As you get off the train and wander the markets outside the station, you read a newspaper with two major headlines. Please go to the Fuargan. Please open Dream 4 and Constantinople 1. Headline 1. Death of an arms dealer. Dazzling bequest to charity, puzzling last words of millionaire. It is this paper's sad duty to report that the millionaire Monsieur Kalakov died in his Monte Carlo villa the day before yesterday. Doctor said that his heart had been failing for some time and finally gave away. Monsieur Kalakov made his money in munition sales. He was reputed to secretly control a vast web of subsidiary companies, so that many countries, in thinking they were selecting between rivals, were in fact choosing between two companies controlled by Monsieur Korakov himself. Such was his wealth that he was reputed to have gained one pound for every soldier killed in the Great War. On his deathbed, Monsieur Korakov changed his will, bequesting his millions to charity, when asked why he had changed his mind, the dying man simply replied, It was all thanks to my friends on the train. His heirs planned to challenge the new will on the grounds of insanity. Headline number two. Rash of missing children. Police suspect slavers questioning of Greeks. 
Today, the 15th missing child was reported from the city area of Constantinople. Blatek Mayavil, age 7, was taken from the front of his father's tea house in Istanbul yesterday at midday, in the midst of bustling lunchtime traffic. Police have no immediate suspects, but believe that a slave ring is responsible. The citizens of the city are alerted to watch their children carefully. In a roundup of suspects, the police are interviewing many Greeks, following a report that this country may be the receiver of the stolen infants. <laughs> Holy mm. shit. What? That is, that is a good ending. Yeah, with him at least. Yeah. yeah. Okay, oh, now I have to find Constantinople. Oh, what? Which one was it? Constantinople 1. Uh, missing children. Oh. Oh, that's that's sad. That's, that's Those are the two headlines in the paper today. Fifteenth missing child is reported. Hmm. Oh. Got one last thing to handle, and then uh, we'll be good. Mm -hmm. Just gotta wait for Odette to get back. There we go. Uh, yes. Almost done, Odette. Mm. So here we go. And as you wander, there's only two things on your mind. First of all, uh, right now, uh, you've currently been assured that your luggage has kind of been misplaced right now in the mix-up. Don't worry, you still have the simulacrum. Marion always keeps it on her. How big but, is this thing? Well, it can turn into the size of like a marble statue or something, but right now it's a figurine. Hmm. But uh, Marion, you like you, you always have it by your side, but still though, it is disconcerting that your luggage got lost first time ever, but they rest assured that they will find it real quick. That's why I always keep it around. To... What? That's why I always keep it around. Yeah. So if you actually bothered to ask the people back in London at the Train Spotters Association, they warned you that the people in Turkey always seem to lose baggage. Wow. Mm. But it's still a beautiful station. The other thing is that Toprak runs to find you. He has news. Hmm? He received a telegraph. He's waving it in his hands radically. Guys, guys. Yes? You won't believe who's coming. Open Constantinople 2. Glad to hear you have returned to Constantinople. Stop. I have recovered. Stop. I will arrive very soon to help you destroy the simulacrum. Stop. Professor Julius Smith. Stop. Oh. Alright then. Alright. Yes. It, it looks as if Professor Smith will be back very soon. Dear listeners, we've made it. The finale is here. The final two episodes of our show will be this... And then we are done. For now. We have plans for the future. I wish them luck. I really do. I have plans, in case something goes awry, but... I will tell you this, dear listener. Never give up hope. 
are about to enter some very dark times ahead, but never give up hope. For hope is what keeps you going. It's what keeps others alive, whether they have passed on to the realm of memory or not. I will see you in episode 16 of Horror on the Orient Express by the skin of their teeth. As always, I have been your humble servant, Vitus Varnus. Forgive me, dear listener, I'm wary of what's to come. I'm very wary. I believe in them. I think I've grown to love them. But I know they will succeed. The things I do to survive. I'm a terrible superego. Supposed to be the morality. And yet, I toy with people. You're doing the best you can. I don't blame you. But you have to do it. You have to do it in order to ensure that it's going to work. And we have plans. They'll be safe. But for now, just let it just let it relax. It'll all work out, and when it does, we'll be a-okay. You're a terrible id, you realize. I know, laddie. I know. Thank you. You're welcome. So there you go, Lazo. Now we have answered the question why you murdered that Nazi in cold blood just out of the blue. I can't believe this worked! <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> like, like, okay, everybody except Irene, unmute for a second. <laughs> Holy shit, I did not see this coming. <laughs> that was insane, Laszlo. Holy I'm sorry, this we... This was uh, fucking nuts! Lazo, well, I've got a gun up on so like, he... what? He murdered well, a Nazi? Mean, when did that happen? What? Remember back in Triest? No. Yeah, you know, when he, when, when he was trying to heal Baron Van Baron and realized, oh no, this guy, this guy is a fascist, and just decided to like, I'll just knife ah. him. And he just stabbed him in the chest with his knife. I, I have to say, though, that... My, uh, I, I didn't feel surprised, but rather when Laszlo said I murdered them, I got a vision before my eyes that said "sacrative" followed by a dagger symbol. <laughs> yes, and I was like, "Yes, canon. This is canon." This entire conversation out, but okay. Today we handled complex grieving, uh, nihilism, 
yeah. murder. Uh-huh. <laughs> Philosophical questions. Mm-hmm. And a lot of really good existential dread. Good session, guys. I'm not quite done yet, but good job, everyone. <laughs> what happens when there are no consequences? Indeed. Nothing. Lots of murder no happens, that's what. Yeah, that's what happens. And Laszlo proving that from the beginning he was a psychopath. <laughs>